All right, welcome back to the podcast for Mr. Stories, a class at Chief Career Prep Academy. This one is for American history. This is gonna be all about progressivism. As we move into this new section, this is one of the most important sections to understand because this section is what's happening today. That we are reliving the early 1900s in the 2000s now because we need these new progressive movements to happen. So as this era begins, and let's start with kind of some of their beliefs. So they're similar to this populist movement that came up in the late 18, in, in the late 1800s. Uh, both were reform movements that wanted to get rid of corrupt government officials and make the government more responsive to what we needed as the people. They want to get rid of different abuses by big business, and they want more... Uh, Uh, they want different type of people that are going to be involved. So the progressivism is middle class. They believe highly educated leaders should use modern ideas and scientific techniques to improve society. The populist movement, which we're going to kind of look over, they just kind of had a different belief. So the progressive movement has several goals that go along with it. And the most important of these goals, or not the most important, but they kind of go over. They're going to target city officials that have corrupt organizations throughout the, throughout the city that are giving, you know, grants and things like that to their friends. That's one thing. So if you have corrupt and inefficient government, they're going to come after you. They're going to do whatever they can to get you out of office or, or to change the platform on which you are working so that you have to fall in line with this. Because during the progressive era, you were either really rich or really poor, and there wasn't a ton of middle class, there wasn't a lot in between. Some progressives focus on the government, the others were more worried about what is, what is happening with big business and how big business is taking over and they're pushing all these industries out and creating one product that everybody has to buy. That sounds great, except for monopolies lead to higher prices of things, and the higher the price, the worse it is for the consumer, which is me and you. So they don't wanna get kind of caught up and almost you know, screwed in this whole thing. The progressive reformers are focusing on a class system. They're motivated by their faith, but their goal is to reduce the rich and the poor. They have, with this belief of pushing the rich and the poor, they're gonna attack uh, harsh conditions on the workers because if you improve that, you're gonna improve much of the other things. So what happens is to get this movement started, there's gonna have to be something that's gonna work. There's gotta be a way to get the message out there. So these journalists and writers get together and they become known as muckrakers because they were fascinated with the ugly side of the story. And basically they go in there and they take these writings and they say, look, look how bad everything is. Look at how terrible it is to live in one of these slum houses. Look at the negative things that are going on throughout our society. All right, so as these journalists start going in, they start seeing some of the injustices that are out there. They start looking at some of the bigger problems. They write books about how terrible, uh, you know, stockyards are at work in, how terrible meat packing industries are to work in, the oil industry, all these problems that are out there, they just put it all out on paper and let everybody read it. We do this today with our politics. We do this today with our news that's on. We take the worst of things and we put it out there. This starts then. So as people start to realize this, they are gonna, there is gonna be a true impact 
from these reformers, reformers, excuse me, on the rest of society. They keep pushing forward. They're looking for help and they want to find a way to have it. And the issues are starting to affect what is called the social gospel. There's this belief that Christianity should be the, the, the basis of all social reform. So American progressivism is now going to blend with the social gospel, which says we're going to follow these Bible teachings about charity and justice and explain that we can make society the kingdom of God, essentially. All these Protestant leaders are going to come together and churches now are going to really start pushing in as to what is going to or what is happening and how we can make the world a better place all through this. Jane Addams is going to be a very big uh, contributor because she is going to be a big part of looking at what we talked about last chapter with the settlement houses and kind of going in and writing a lot of, of work about this and showing how bad it is to live in one of these settlement houses. Uh, as, as these houses grow and you know they become, she starts to really push out and fight against them. So she's going to then take these houses and turn them into something positive. She starts advocating for groups to come in like the YMCA and provide services to these poor areas. This is where you're gonna start seeing the Boys and Girls Club start popping up. Things like that, not necessarily that club, but things similar to that for them. The progressive era also is going to look at how these issues affect children. Um, Things had gotten better, but it had a long way to go. Children still didn't, know, still didn't know how to read. Education was terrible at this time. You think you don't get taught now, you literally didn't get caught. There was no you know, reform for you. They are going to criticize the way that they, that they teach instead of making students, you know, try to figure something out and try to work on that. We start pushing back on, on that instead of trying to think for yourself and, and you know used to be you memorize facts now it's hey let's think why is this happening what is the purpose of this how can we do it differently and after they deal with the schools they're going to work on the uh, workplace in the early 1900s the united states had the highest rate of industrial accidents uh it, people worked long hours and poor ventilation with hazardous fumes unsafe machinery uh there is a fire in this building in new york I called the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory, and they didn't have access to a fire escape because basically they were too cheap to buy it. And somebody locked the door with the women inside as they were working, and they ultimately were killed from it. And killed 146 of their workers. Uh, this was motivation for the progressives to say we need safer workplaces. It is as simple as that. And they actually are going to push to lower the amount of work days, hours you can work in a day to 10. It's now gone down even more to eight, but that was the beginning of it. The progressive trying, trying to really push against things. So how does this impact the government? Well, the first thing they do is they get into city government, they get involved at a local level and they start kind of getting people elected out of office so that they can take over. Basically, they also set up these commissions or encourage people to have, to have these uh, commissions set up so that what they could do is basically push all of their other, all of their other sides are. Now, 
in, for, or push all these people out so that you know they can show the corruption that is going on. They're also pushing for election reform. So the first one is there should be a direct primary for the for the for any election. If two people from the same political party want to run against each other, there should be a direct primary that allows it. All right, they're also going to sit here and want something called an initiative, which is that voters can place something on the can place constitutional amendments on a ballot for a state. There's also going to be a referendum where voters can repeal or go against or try to veto an existing laws if the people's don't want it. They can also recall and elect it. So what that means is you're the you're the mayor of Toledo. And we don't think you're doing your job. We can call for a recall if we get enough signatures. And he can have to run for his office again. Most of the time, recalls are only going to be at the city council level, but it still is happening. 75% at the city council level, but that means 25% are happening at the state level. They also push to get the 17th Amendment passed, which is going to say that before... The people who were already elected in got to pick who your two senators were. Now that changed where we, the people of the United States and we, the people of Ohio, get the opportunity to directly elect our senators. They're, they have two of the biggest powers in this whole thing. They are the ones who are directly going to be elected. Over time, things just changed. This progressive era and this progressive movement pushes a huge change into the people because what it does for them is it allows them to see what, what could be better. That was just as a whole. Now we're going to start jumping into how did women look? How were they treated? How were African Americans treated? And what changes could also fall in line with this progressive era? Like I said, this era connects to today. And as it connects to today, guess what? We're reliving this. We're looking for the rights that we deserve. On that note, have a great rest of your day. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Any feedback is well appreciated. It's also an opportunity for you to get extra credit. Have a great rest of your day.